0: Welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Everybody. Jerry Springer. Man, thank you so
1: much. Wow. Gosh, my throat has not been with me for a month, for a week.
2: Yeah. Couple hmm. weeks, yeah. Yeah, had this same problem last, last week episode we last week's show. Yeah. But it's it's repairing. Next time take, you know, get a flu shot.
1: Right? You don't do it because they
2: hurt. Is that the deal? Oh, I oh it I pricked. Know. Yeah, yeah, pricked, yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> we well, would let, let understand that what line. that means. But <laughs> hey, no, way. hey, seriously. Hey, by the way, I found one of these out in the folk school coffee parlor. We're here in Ludlow, oh, okay. Kentucky. If you're ever in the air, you gotta stop by. This place is cool.
0: It is cool. Anyway.
2: It's a bumper sticker that says, you know, it's like the We Love New York thing, but it's We Love Ludlow, Kentucky. That's a cool bumper sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think Jerry should put this on his Bentley? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: what I think. Helps that, that resale that value. Bentley.
2: Hey, it, by the way, it would Megan. would be the only Bentley
1: with... Uh,
0: I heart yeah. Ludlow. Yeah.
2: I heart Ludlow. And we have Megan, <laughs> M- Megan Hills of... Proactive Safety Services. Proactive Safety
1: Services. Do you guys have have,
2: like a company song? No,
0: we don't. Would you like to write one?
2: (laughs) Megan does HR for them. That's her day job. Uh, But, hey, you're an entrepreneur, Megan. And I know that back in college, you also did uh, singing telegrams. Yeah. And Jerry is a professional talker. I'm sort of a half ass professional talker. And Jerry came up with this idea, Megan. That we talked about a couple episodes ago. Eulogies are us. That's that right. Be that, another
0: brilliant business to go plan. That was a good business yeah. same plan. Same people that brought you.
2: <laughs> Jerry was promoting this new idea of his. Eulogies are us. I'm promoting it. Yeah, it was your idea. Yeah. It came from you.
0: <clears throat> but I love how he does that. Honestly, anyway, it's pretty slick.
2: <laughs> and it would be like if you have kind of a boring family and you really want to. <laughs>
1: Play Spice up somebody out who has deceased a
2: loved one, <laughs> and we can so make you it hire, really good. Hire our company, and one of us for a price will come in and do a eulogy. You send us talking points, a bio of the, and it'll sound like we know this loved one. Yes, we'll personalize. And
1: we, it. Yeah, we will embellish a bit because yeah. we want it.
2: To well, we got some emails on that idea. Oh. Right. Turns out, <laughs> turns out we got some emails <laughs> okay. with varying opinions. And it's good that you wrote them down. Well, I rip. It's called rip and read. Yeah. I print them off and I bring them in. So this is uh, Albert from San Diego. Oh, listen to this. I haven't read these, but Megan, since you are a trained actress, I'd love to have you do my eulogy. It will take some epic fakery to make my life sound as good as my siblings. Oh, okay. This is somebody that's apparently worried that they... are. Yeah,
1: competitive with (laughs)
2: you. And it... Yeah, and it says... uh, Okay, so then there's... uh, Says he'll give us a call when he's getting close.
0: Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Albert. We'll be waiting.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, because he's, he's not dead yet. He wants you to do his. Do they put their age? or Dear No, God. I have no idea. This is Tatiana from Chicago. Jerry, this is aimed at you, Jerry. Oh, listen to this. Jerry, you've had some crazy ideas in your entertainment career, but your idea to have paid strangers from your company prepare to know and love... A deceased person is beyond immoral. Hmm. Wow. Tatiana from Chicago. How do you get beyond? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he passed it. I I can get to immoral. There's immoral that's beyond. Beyond what's there? That's where you don't want to be. That's really good. (laughs) Here's uh, Cindy from Portland. Oh, Portland, Maine. Because the Harm Brothers, which uh, will be coming on later. That's our musical guest. They're amazing. But they're from Portland, Oregon. This is Cindy from Portland, Maine. Oh, this is to me. Gene, you have one of the most creative entrepreneurial minds I've encountered. Oh, this is interesting. (laughs) Hey, I don't write these. I just read them. I'm surprised
1: you ripped (laughs) ripped that one.
2: Anyway, it says... your idea, Gene, your idea of eulogies are I us. I thought it was my right? idea. That's what I thought. Now it's your idea. <laughs> no, I was my when idea. It's when it's beyond immoral, it's my idea. When it's a mine. wonderful idea, it's my yours. My exactly. You're starting to learn how this works. Um, <laughs> that your idea of eulogies are us has award-winning potential. Please sign me up as a client, and I'd like to... Megan, to do mine, hmm. and then she also says, "I'll call you when I'm getting close." I mean, both <laughs> of them.
0: will let you know when we're getting Well, down. I don't know. I mean,
2: hey, now, got, uh, how, how does? Uh,
1: let's talk about the financials of this. <laughs> financials? Financials. We don't need to
2: be talking about the financials. When do, the, do you the, send more money. How much is it?
1: Yeah, and do the people pay ahead of time? Well, obviously they have to pay ahead of time. Well, we'll have to. <laughs> what that. if the family doesn't want to pay?
2: We'll have to get all that worked out. I really So you always that. want to get down in the weeds, and I'm a, I'm an idea person. He's I'm more than like 40,000 foot view. Do we work view. with the <laughs> funeral yeah, homes? <laughs> what? Do we work with the funeral well, homes? See, now that's a good idea. Yeah. We would be, our brochures would be next to the caskets <laughs> in the oh funeral God. homes. <laughs> and you pick we one. We could and be and the greeters. And you say, what's this? They, right next, they would, here's how it would go. Go in and get the caskets all lined up, and then you'd have a stack of brochures out of our four Elevator comics. Sure. <laughs> yes, because you've because you got to
0: cross have. promote. Because you've got cross promote. Yeah, and they're, they're gonna, gonna Some people are coming in from out of town and they're gonna have an elevator.
2: And, and they're, they're not close to dying, so they could still Yeah. And then the others you may have our business. Wow. I got wow. this idea <laughs> for a contest. And Megan, you and Jerry are the contestants for the contest. Okay. The name of the contest is Which President Said That? Okay. I'm just going to give you a quote. Which now, president? Which president said that. Okay. Of, what? Quote, of a famous quote. a company? A famous a quote okay. from a president. It might be a dead president. It might be a living president. They're all, I can tell you, yeah, I can tell you they're all past presidents. Now, it's a little bit like most those are. things. Most <laughs> are, yeah. With the exception think, of including one. Including the one that's yes. in there now. No. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, made dead in spirit and ideas. I don't mean but, that he's... <gasps> Humanly dead, Meg, and he's not. I just saw him today on television. But, so you have to have a signal like you want to be called on. <laughs> Don't do this like my teacher. Yeah. I, you know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know.
1: Oh, so when you, get, you think you have I'll the read. answer,
2: you go, Mah. There you go. That's his sounder. You have to have a sounder.
0: Ding, ding, ding. There you go. We got
2: it. All right, <laughs> <"Mah.">
0: Question. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Question number one, who said this? Conformity is the jailer of freedom and the enemy of growth. That's a little obscure, actually. Who does that sound like as a president? Conformity.
1: Conformity. We're repeating it.
2: Conformity <laughs> is the jailer of freedom and the enemy of growth. That's actually true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you got to uh, use your sounder. Uh, oh, Mr. Springer. <laughs> Jerry Springer.
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to guess at Theodore Roosevelt. It's
2: a good guess. You have a ding, 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 or FDR. not? FDR. I don't know. Ah, okay. It was JFK, but that—that's huh. good. That's okay. good. Here's another right. one. Most folks are as happy as they make up their minds to be.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Ronald Reagan.
2: Good guess, or I maybe mean, good answer, but it's incorrect. But okay. that, that makes. <laughs> <it>.
0: <laughs> wow. This is really fun. Oh.
2: Most folks are as happy as they... Make up their minds to be. Yeah. is Abe Lincoln. Here's one more. If you want total security... How much time do you have on your hand? Oh, no, right? Hold on. you want total security, go to prison. The only thing lacking is freedom. That was Ike. Oh. Now here's one that should be easier. That was... <laughs> here's the last one. That's some weird shit.
0: Ding, ding, ding. ding. George W. Bush. There you go. <laughs>
2: We call that the punchline. Yeah. A,
0: regarding that no, was about the that inauguration, was a great wasn't it? Yeah. That's was like the coolest. A a great yeah. Okay.
2: So what that is, if, if people don't know, is it, and it's got a lot of pub in the last week. It got revealed by people who heard it, multiple hmm. sources. He said that after Donald Trump gave his inaugural address, after Mm -hmm. he struggled to get his poncho on, all that, he's getting up and he turned to somebody new and he said, "Man, that's some weird shit." (laughs) And it was. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
0: you're right. right But you know, like other
2: most presidents would say, "Well, that was a a dark analysis (laughs) of the human condition," or (laughs) that's some weird shit.
0: I kind of miss him a little. You bit. Got, I miss that guy. <laughs> you know God, love him. Isn't
2: that something?
1: I mean, it's like when you break bad. up
0: with the guy and then, like years later, it just looks so much better.
1: in the I mean, to, <laughs> compared to what we have now, you start thinking, "Gosh, remember the day? Yeah.
2: But he just sounds like a guy you'd want to go hang out with. He didn't drink anymore, they say, but it'd be fun to just go drink with him. Yeah. Yeah. He would just be. you know, well, I never thought. Pull up in his pickup truck. And, in fairness,
1: I never thought he was a bad person. I hated his yeah, policies, obviously, right. but. Um, I always thought he was a—he was a cool guy.
0: Well, there was never yeah. a question that he woke up every day and you—he wanted it yeah, he, 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 every single day. The man was concerned with the best thing to do yeah. for the country, whether or not we agreed that it was the best yeah. thing yeah. to do. He was believed from a, yeah. his gut he was trying to do the right thing.
2: Yep. Um, yeah, that, that it, it's interesting. And um, so there's also this thing that Casey and Catfish are promoting. I may have mentioned this before, but they want to have a team building seminar. Really? A gathering, a weekend. (laughs) And you know how to put those together uh, as an HR person. And I
0: do not recommend that. That's what happens. You don't? (laughs) No, I do not. You don't? Not even a little bit. Well, that's interesting. Because you don't want to give up a weekend. So much liability. Oh, I see
2: what you saw from the liability. That's a whole
0: HR shitstorm (laughs) week.
2: Since we're cussing in this episode. Since we're cussing in this episode. (laughs) Wow. Team building, outdoor. This is all love. We can get Jerry
0: on a ropes course. That could be fun. Yeah.
2: And, and well, see what made me curious about—I didn't think of the liability Lots thing and the liability. HR stuff. Yeah. I was thinking more when they told me and they sat me down. They had this big meeting. Got to come down for a meeting. Okay, I come down, and they got this idea. You know how the our team there's all so much bickering among right. us and it's arguing very, about very... who makes what, you know, and all that. <laughs> <The> <laughs> who finance... gets to fly in Jerry's airplane? All that <laughs> stuff. Who's so,
0: flying in your airplane?
2: Yeah, by the way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So here are the places they proposed no we have it. <laughs>
0: right. yes. They
2: said to me, we shouldn't dump all this on Megan to find the places and get the venue set. So they said, we'll take care of that. And I said, okay. what are you thinking? So they said, Bali was one. Okay. Another was the south of France. Okay. Uh, the other getting better, was gentlemen. <laughs> Cabo St. Lucas, is that this place that rich people place sure. down in Baja, Mexico? <laughs> You've actually been it's, there? Yeah.
1: Oh, it's beautiful.
2: <laughs> yeah. But this Seeing is Monte
0: Carlo if we're going to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, Monte Carlo. That'd be great. That's nice too. <laughs> nice. Uh, so and the last choice that I was promoting was like Megan's house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Union Kentucky. Union Kentucky, yeah. <laughs> the metropolis that it is. <laughs> well, I was thinking and this is trust fall. Have you ever for done what one purpose? of those? <laughs> team team building. building. Yeah, it's like you have to like, yeah, they're really
2: So we all <laughs> sit around and know. building a team. Yeah. Or what? See you. You you okay. don't come from that corporate mindset, do you? No. You just come in and they give you millions of dollars, and you do a TV show.
1: Well, doesn't everybody do that? No. <laughs> no.
2: No. Well, we have to. We why worry you, about we have it. To foster, why would you come in then? Foster the culture of the. We all, yeah, we all want to get along because we don't make any money, so right. you yeah. <laughs> want to be compensated <laughs> other ways. No, so yeah. I, that was I. I got it. I left the media and said, so I get it. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to get. A, a free vacation, you know. Right,
0: right. Yeah, yeah. Cuba's
2: for, over, so now... Cuba's you know. done. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> that really was a year ago. I know. That was, oh, that was great. That was a great trip. That was great. It really was. I was actually it, Informative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Made a... I felt a, a really good episode of talking about the folk music of Cuba. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. episode... Who knows the number, but... Because we have 103 episodes up yeah. in our archive, yeah. and yeah. it's somewhere around the midpoint. Probably 50, 50, 60, 60. yeah. And it's uh, well worth hearing. You I've been wanting went to go with to us.
1: Cuba and, for years, and in fact, Castro even said over my dead body. <laughs> yeah, that you <he> would <laughs> show up. So
2: we that went. That was cool. That was, that really was very cool. Yeah, it was. wanted to ask you a question, Jerry. The Democratic National Committee, the NC, Tony has Perez, a new chair, yeah. Tony Perez. And he uh, raised some controversy recently when he said some things that included a profanity?
1: The same one that uh, that Bush used.
2: Okay. Well,
1: can you... That was some weird... Yeah. yeah.
2: So can, can you uh, give a little bit of background yeah, I just about and give it, your reaction to it. it? It was
1: just a quick little thing. It's hardly a headline, um, but he had said either yesterday or over the weekend, uh, Repubs don't give a blank about people. And, you know, then, of course, the Republican leadership had to say, oh, that's so rude and, you know, unfair and all of that. And it just struck me, because even with our, obviously, um, liberal bias that we have with this podcast, which is the whole point, by the way, and even during all the years of our politics, I kind of have taken a little bit of pride that it never got personal you know then I, that we would never berate someone personally for his or her views that we hated the views but not the person and we'd never do name calling or stuff like that and then you know we've been through this year and all the stuff that's going on and it just struck me because I really know so many you know Really good people who are Republicans. And, you know, when you talk to them, let's say, about Trump or what the party's doing or what the health, you know, what Trump care was going to do or getting rid of Obamacare, you know, with a lot of this stuff they do or some of his comments well, against Muslims or Hispanics, you get them rolling their eyes. They said, yeah. In other words, they don't excuse it, but they find something about the Republican platform that they like, and that's why they're gonna vote for it. And so when they were charged, you know, you're voting for Trump, you're a racist. Um you, you know, you're you're against Obamacare, you don't care about people. And the response has been that that's kind of labeling a whole class of people. My instinct was to pull back from that and not label someone because they like Trump or some of the things he says. But I'm really reaching the point when or when Hillary said the deplorables, you know, these people are deplorable. It's not that if you support some of this thing, these policies, you don't care about people or that you are a racist. But it's pretty hard, if you're totally honest with yourself, not to admit that the things that are being said or the policies that are being supported show an absolute disregard for the welfare of people. And you're tolerating it. It's not how you personally feel. Let's say Trump said some racist things. So you can honestly say, I don't hate black people. But if the policy is doing something against African-Americans in America, then, you know, how good is that? You're tolerating someone, you're enabling. That's what's happening with the Republican Party. That's what's happening with the GOP. They're enablers. On this latest healthcare care business, and now there's talk, oh, they're going to, try and revisit that issue because Trump Care was such an obvious failure. They're going to come up with something else. But even what they're coming up with shows an absolute disregard for caring about people. For example, right now the Republicans are coming in saying, this new plan that we're coming up with, we're going to give people insurance. And the way we're going to do this is we're not going to make the insurance companies cover all kinds of issues. They won't have to cover mental health. They won't have to cover maternity care. Um, I wrote down some of the things that they won't have to cover anymore. Um, they, they, they won't have to cover prescription drugs. Uh, they won't have to cover hospitalization. That's the first thing. And the other thing they're gonna throw in there, they say, but well, we're gonna have a health bill for everybody. It's just they won't have to cover. The insurance companies won't have to cover all these things. And the other thing the insurance company will be able to do, which Obamacare did not permit the insurance companies to do, they won't have to charge everybody the same. They'll be able now, if you are a high-risk patient or high-risk person, they can charge you more. If you are elderly, they can charge you more. Now, do they think everyone else is just stupid? Don't you understand that if you permit the insurance companies to charge elderly people more and people with who are higher risk more then basically you're doing away with the whole concept number 1 that everyone should have health insurance because obviously a lot of older people don't have a lot of money so they'll have to drop out so they won't be covered and two what about this whole thing well we're all for coverage for pre-existing conditions But if you're saying an insurance company can charge you more if you have a pre-existing condition, basically they're saying they can price you out of the market so you don't have coverage. And everybody knows that. That's God's truth. You have a kid and your kid comes to you and got caught doing something shouldn't do and it's kind of making up some excuse. You roll your eyes because you know the kid's making up a story, an excuse. That's what the Republicans are doing now. The fact is, they really, really, honestly, at the bottom of their heart, do not care if all Americans don't have health insurance. I'm not saying they're bad human beings, but this is not something they really care about. They were perfectly willing to have 14 million people right away, and over time, up to 24 million people lose their health insurance. They don't deny that. They're okay with it. And I'm just asking you, isn't it then fair to say, if you are okay living in America, with the idea that some of your neighbors and fellow citizens won't be able to afford health insurance, you're okay with that? Then you don't give a damn about people. I mean, everybody cares about someone in their family. You could get the most conservative person in the world, and if they're living next door and their kid is suddenly sick, and I use the example a lot, they bang on your door and say, could you rush me to the hospital, my kid is sick. You're not going to say, well, you should have had more money and you'd have a car that could drive you there. Of course you help. So we all do that personally, but when we talk politics, how can we as a society be okay And you can't give me the answer, well, I'm a Republican. Or I'm a this or that, I'm a conservative. What has that got to do with being a decent human being? Let's at least agree that if you profess, if it's you and God alone in a room, and you want to be able to say to God, I really really do care about other human beings, you can't possibly reach any conclusion other than we got to do whatever we can to make sure that everyone has health insurance, even if it means I pay more money. That's what is called caring about other human beings. Otherwise, it's just wah, wah, wah. Don't be a politician and start running for office and stand up before a crowd and give this patriotic speech, how you care and we're going to make life better. And by this election, everyone's gonna have health insurance. We're gonna have freedom. You're gonna be able to pick the care you want. Bullshit. If you don't have any money, how do you pick the care you want? If you're an elderly citizen and you can't afford the heights and the premiums, how are you gonna do it? The only way you can have health insurance for all people is if everyone either has to have insurance, so healthy people are paying in, while the money goes out for the sick people, or you raise everybody's taxes, and particularly taxes of people like me, which you should. Those are the only two options. The reason there is no replacement plan for Obamacare after seven and a half years of beating it up, be honest, they've had seven and a half years of saying how horrible Obamacare is, and there are problems with it, but we're gonna replace it in seven and a half years, they couldn't come up with an answer. You know why? It's not for lack of trying. There is no answer. If you want health insurance for everybody, either everyone has to have insurance or we've got to pay more taxes to pay for those who can't afford it. That is the only way on God's earth it happens. So if you care about people, you will do that. And if you don't do that, do not come around and say, I'm really a good person. I really do care about helping other people. Because honestly, you don't. Mm. Mm. All
2: right, we're going to call the Harm Brothers in, and as they're ew. coming in to set up their Do no harm. <laughs> uh these guys are from portland oregon they are really good we had the pleasure of having them on our podcast uh yeah. about a year ago a little more than a year ago yeah. at the whispering when they were beard. at the whispering beard folk yeah. festival when We i really plugged, love these guys. i plugged out podcast That's what,
0: yeah you when did, you did yeah. the one thing you went there to do and i'm just gonna so impressive i'm gonna introduce
2: them by first name as they're setting up we've got ryan right. alejandro right. and matt and tyler And uh, they are the Harm Brothers, and they're gonna do a couple songs for us.
1: There is a hat from my childhood back there (laughs) Brooklyn Dodgers.
2: Well, these guys are baseball guys, and uh, the first song they're gonna do, as a matter of fact, I love this, because we're here in Cincinnati, and the Cincinnati Reds are uh, our baseball team, and this first song is called A Song for Reds Fans.
0: Oh, it's going to be sad, so isn't it? That's really it's good. It's going to be
2: such a oh, sad song. I, so I, here I, we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Harm Brothers. Portland,
3: <laughs> Oregon. Yeah. Was a baseball player Always swinging for the fence though the crack of the ash Stitched leather and spade. A hard slot in the third Running straight through first Cut them down at the plate hauling a day's work Oh, and so goes Ohio And the country follows suit Singing, damn those redbirds Damn the pirates, the cubs, are crew And so goes Ohio West Red Lakes to the end Oh, Charlie, keep on hustling I know someday you'll get in Those steel trains up in Pittsburgh Well, St. Luke can keep the blues You know I never really cared For that old Milwaukee brew with those cubbies up in Shytown You know it's hard to hit them all Well, Ernie Grace and Sandburg Got a special place in my heart And so goes Ohio And the country follows suit Singing, damn those red birds Damn the pirates, the cubs of crew And so goes Ohio West red legs to the end That big red machine Hasn't run out of gas, not yet I've been the Wrigley, Shane and Kaufman. I've been to Fenway, Coors, and Bush. Well, I stood in the house at Ruthville, Ebbets, Ashes, or Dodger Blue, with that great American ballpark. You know, it ain't hard to find. It's up in Cincinnati with those red leg friends of mine. And so goes Ohio. And the country follows suit, singing, damn those red birds. Damn the Pirates, the Cubs, the crew. And so goes Ohio. West Red Lakes to the end. Oh, peach you keep pitching. I know you make it to the bigs. And so goes Ohio. And the country falls soon. Singing, damn those Redbirds. Damn the Pirates, the Cubs, the crew. And so goes Ohio. West Red Lakes. Yeah, boys, you keep swinging You win it all next year
4: Oh, yeah, yeah Love
5: For
1: Reds fans, it is a song yeah. for Reds fans. It's just fans.
5: called a song
0: for Reds fans. I, could, uh, I had nothing more.
1: Perfect. That—that that yeah. that is. <laughs> awesome. That's the Harm <laughs> Brothers.
2: These guys are legit.
1: Do you know? And I may be making this up. It seems to me that could—what you know? When you said the Red Legs, yeah. that they were the Reds, and they became during the Communist scare, the Red but Scare. They changed the name to oh. the Red Legs, and then I guess. You know, then they came. They then changed back. They
2: came back after the Cold War. That's yeah, exactly but during the Cold happened. War, they
1: were the red legs. In our youth, that yeah.
2: you know, we we're old enough that we were around. Yeah. I remember very consciously. All of a sudden, they were the red legs, and that was never explained. They never explained it. Yeah, and I yeah. think marketing-wise, I don't think I would have. What's, what's the point? Yeah, down in the weeds too far. Just change it. Sure. Yeah, I don't know that I even agree with the fact that they changed it, but they did. Uh, if you want to hear more of the Harm Brothers, and I'm pretty sure you would, you can find them at their website, is theharmedbrothers.com. H A R M E D, past tense, Harm Brothers.com. Uh, and they've got an album coming out on April 21st, self titled, called The Harm Brothers. And their second song is uh, In the Wind. Would you do it? We will, Gene. Appreciate it. <laughs>
4: There's an answer I just can't give you Well, it's still hanging there on the vine Oh, go and let it rot, boy It'll be alright Sometimes the rotten truth Makes for real good wine Take a look at those last leaves Hanging on their own Like gifts to and from people Before your hearts got broke Oh, you threw them all away Your heart got full of junk If I had my way, my heart Would be a vaudeville trunk it's in the wind It's Go and give it a try Oh, and go and let it rot, boy It'll be alright Sometimes the rotten truth Makes for a real good time But it's in the wind
2: That's the Harm Brothers. That's Alejandro taking the lead on that one. That's excellent. Hey, what, what's the story on where are you guys all from? I know Ryan's from Ludlow, Kentucky, as a matter of fact. And we know that Tyler's from Branson, Missouri, right? Alejandro, Ray, where are you? And, um, Matt. Matt. So how did this all come together?
5: Alex and I met in Cottage Grove, Oregon, all right. uh, about... Nine years ago, we met. It's
2: about. Yeah. Coming up.
5: And uh, and that, that is the core of, of this outfit, he and I. And uh, we've known Ryan for a number of years. We met him when he lived in Kansas City. Okay. Um, we met Matt at Whispering Beard Folk Festival.
2: Wow. Uh, yeah. In Friendship, him. Indiana.
5: In Friendship, Indiana. Yep. And he's from Nashville, Tennessee.
2: Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Nashville, um, Tennessee.
5: And uh, we met Tyler last year on a stage in Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. He was friends with Ryan, and he said, "Hey, I got a buddy in town plays steel. You want to see if he wants to sit in?" And we said, "Yeah, let's give it. Let's try it. You know, why not?" That's a
1: great it's and a a uh, man. and then so and then brilliant. here you have it. You yeah, know, it's yeah. Amazing. What a yeah. great instrument. I
2: love so for yeah. people who are most people hear this and can't see it, although we are on Facebook Live as we speak, but we've got uh, a keyboard, uh, electric slide, drums, guitar. And then uh, you add occasionally a- another piece or two, right? When you're out on the road.
5: Well, yeah, it depends. You know, sometimes yeah. uh, we just sometimes we'll throw in another electric guitar. Sometimes yep. we'll throw in a fiddle. Nice. You know, uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, for years, Alex and I would travel. Um, the two of us, when we would travel, we just we would call ahead to our friends and be like, "Hey, we're coming." We know people in all sorts of towns yep. yeah. all over America. We've been doing this for a long time now. And, so we just call and say, "Hey, do you wanna you wanna sit in?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll come." You know, they were coming anyway. So if they can bring their instrument, you know, sure. bring your instrument and sit in with us, you know. Perfect. Well, but now I, this is this is what we're doing now. Gotcha. This, this is the this is what the Horn Brothers are.
2: Okay, uh, so. we we feel really lucky, you guys, yeah. on yeah. your uh, travels around the country. Stop by here, and yeah. uh, we, we we really.
5: Enjoy this. Well, we're real lucky to be able to stop in a place like this. Yeah. You know, okay. You know, so, yep. I mean, this is a wonderful, wonderful town. I'll be here all month, actually. So. Oh, cool.
2: Really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, can you take us out on Down by the Riverside and let Jerry Springer join in? He's got a wooing mean, You voice. let other people sit in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. they have their limits. There is yeah. a limit. I believe it. <laughs> hey,
2: we're going to do
5: this. So Alex is going to lead it on the banjo.
2: <laughs> oh, I got Alex on the banjo. Feel free to clap if you want.
4: We're gonna shake hands.
0: To Tales, Tunes, and Tom Foolery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com.